Sorry for taking so long. No, you good. I forgot how this shit works. Is it we've we've haven't done it in so long. Hey man, where the f is Mario Judah? I, I, I'm a big dog, big bear. I'm a lion. I'm the predator of the prey that is hiding. Oh my, oh my, I have found you. Don't you run from me? You are not fast enough. You are not brave. Says, I'm the predator of the prey that's hiding. Mm. That's tough. It's like a honey badger. <laughs> <laughs> like a honey badger, yeah. <laughs> All right, cut the music, Jimmy. All right. So who who is this Mario Judah guy that you're so he's a so big on rapper? I don't know. Rapper he's musician. He's a rapper rock star. Rapper, rock star. Or a rock star rapper. It's something of the two. For the audience, how how white do you think that singer is? Just for the audience. And if you answered that, you're wrong. This is a a black guy. (laughs) Mario Judah. And um, never heard of this, but you and you and your roommate both like jamming the same little jam <laughs> when when you hear this guy with your head like a little head bob i don't know it's it's catchy all his stuff is catchy very s- demonic sounding but very so catchy we're listening to the clean version yes. but i could kind of tell he you little <laughs> <laughs> like i could kind of get you where you fill in the gaps yeah. <laughs> anyways this is no opinions. Sorry, I keep saying no opinion. This is no opinion dismissed. We are the disciples of truth, protectors of opinions. Should it be? I feel like. Should we say this is no opinions dismissed or no opinion dismissed? You know what? I like to put the S on it. You know, put the S. Put all the opinions in there. <laughs> all opinions matter. No opinions <laughs> dismissed. I don't even know the name of the show. Thank you for tuning in to No Opinions Dismissed. Completely unedited, unfiltered, where you're disciples of truth, you're protectors of opinions, you're ignorant geniuses trying to figure out this world with you. And I'm Michael, and I'm with my co host, the canceler of cancel culture, Brandon. I like that. Yes, I don't like cancel culture. You should put that on your business cards. The canceler of cancel culture. I I really would. I really do hate cancel culture that much. Yeah? Yeah. Me too. Yeah, you know. So what, so what if Betty White was a little racist back in the day? So what? You know, it's all right. <laughs> you know, it happened. God, she we apologize for it. We're on. We're off to a nasty start. We need to recover. <laughs> Man, we haven't done this in a while. And when we take a week break, I get, I get a little rusty. <laughs> anyway, anywho, I wanted, I want us to talk about Doctor Sabi, Doctor Sebi. Because oh, you brought yeah. him up. Uh-huh. And I also brought up Edgar Casey last podcast. Who was awesome. You want to hear right? what I learned about them? Yes. Okay. The, the show. Okay. So uh, we're jumping right into it because we're talking about psychics and stuff. This was like, I think, after our alien talk. Yep. Which, by the way, if you haven't listened to our last episode, aliens are completely real and true. You should definitely check out uh, Bob Lazar. It's mathematically impossible for them not to be true. I read that somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't dismiss that opinion. (laughs) Okay. 
So, Sabi apparently can get rid of herpes. Or, or he has the cure to herpes, which a lot of doctors say is uncurable. But you can, like, mitigate it and not have, like, outbreaks. But you, but Dr. Sabi is saying, no, you can completely get rid of it. Is it by not drinking milk and mucus? <laughs> well, you, yeah, you kind of got it. Like, um, you, I know you brought up the mucus part. Mm-hmm. But it seems to be, it's a, it's good nutrition and exercise, which gets rid of herpes. Hmm. And what might actually be happening is, happening is if you do all these things, you just don't get any outbreaks because you're just so damn healthy and your immune system's so high, but the virus is still kind of with you. Ah, uh, that's, that's my theory on this. So he's not blood testing and he's just like from the outside, you look good. Well, maybe, maybe that's how, maybe they are blood testing. And, and he's saying that you have to remove herpes from every cell in your body. And that's how you, that's how you get rid of herpes. Herpes goes into the cells. I don't know. I'm just telling you what he says. You have to like clean all of your cells, which if you don't know shit about science and biology, that makes perfect sense. Oh, you clean all your cells. The virus is gone. Yeah. But for somebody who is decent in science, I I thought we had like over a trillion cells in our body. Who's decent in science here? This is a non-science zone. <laughs> if you know about science, you're not allowed on this podcast. <laughs> All right. Actually, if you are a scientist and want to be on this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> please, please join. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. We'll, we'll gladly have you on. But his his theory or his, I don't even know if it's a theory. He, he seems pretty sure of it. He is saying you don't eat. So if you do have herpes and you're listening, hear me out. Uh, this is not necessarily medical advice that will cure your herpes, but. Maybe it will, you know, because, yeah. you know, Dr. Sabi, I mean, if you, hey, I, I didn't even know aliens were real until the last episode. So, uh, <laughs> so anything's possible now, but you're not supposed to eat acidic foods. So get rid of all the acidic foods in your life. Does that also mean hot sauce? Yeah. I mean, it, it has a, does. De- I mean, that's pretty much the definition of acidic food, right? Yeah. Peppers. Okay. So no acidic foods. You have to remove all the toxins, and you have to have proper nutrition. That is the skinny of what Dr. Sabi's saying. Now, let me break that down a little bit more for you. So he's talking about raw fruits and vegetables. Avoid all starches and sugars, which I think is kind of becomes acids in your body. Mm-hmm. And then drink a gallon of water a day, which I don't know how much water I drink a day. How many like small bottles are in a gallon? Do you know? No idea. Google that for no me. Um, Google how these are six, 16 fluid ounces or 12 500 fluid milliliters. 500 milliliters. Yeah. How many There's like what? Four liters in a, in a gallon or something. Uh, quick maths. Quick maths here. Some of our yeah. listeners know this and they think we're stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's 3,785 milliliters in one. So, so about wow, seven. So about seven water bottles is a gallon. Yep, that's actually not that bad because I'd definitely easily do that. Okay, so seven water bottles, small water bottles. These are like, I don't know, 10, 12 ounces. Seven and a half. Yeah. So if you drink, so a normal glass, like a beer glass, like a 16-ounce glass, right? Mm -hmm. Which is, wait, I need to reverse this. (laughs) So it's eight, yeah, 
eight cups of water a day or eight 16 ounce glasses of water a day. Easy. You know what's funny? I remember the eight number somewhere. Someone said have eight glasses of water a day. You remember hearing that? You know what? Now that you mention it, now it just it, now it clicked for some odd reason. Yeah, so that's like a gallon of water a day. So that doesn't seem so absurd. Mm. That just means stay hydrated throughout the whole day. All right. Okay. So if you do those things, you're, you'll get rid of your herpes. <laughs> it's that easy. <laughs> now, some of this involves review, removing mucus. Consume a lot of sea salt and sea moss. I don't really know what sea moss is, but... Oh, sea moss. My mom is onto it heavy. Like she really loves sea moss, and she does. She does. She know about Doctor Sabi? Yes. Yeah. Do all black people know about Doctor Sabi? Now, yes. yes, yes. (laughs) Now, yes. (laughs) This is new for white people. Um, So consume a lot of iron. Do super alkaline. Cleanse your colon. Mm -hmm. Here's the interesting part: avoid nuts, grains, and seeds. (coughs) Now, I've heard from a lot of people that nuts are good for you. I, I, maybe grains and seeds as well. The only exception he makes for seeds is hemp seeds, which he says should be consumed via hemp milk. So mm. hemp is good for you, but not any of the other seeds and none of the, and none of the nuts, which me with a nut allergy, I'm very happy to see him saying avoid nuts. So it makes me already want to be a believer. Uh, that this is just probably good nutrition. You know what's funny? I never thought nuts were actually good for you. I, really? I, like, even before this. Like, I always thought that. Because I feel like if there's certain people that have, like, a certain allergy to something, then maybe it's not for all humans. Because you don't hear people who are allergic to water. You don't hear people, well... Or allergic to meat. Well, you do hear to, about people allergic uh so like stuff in water, maybe like impurities, maybe, but yeah, impurity. Of uh, course. Okay, you. I don't know of anyone who's allergic to vegetables. Do you? Mm-mm. I don't. Maybe like tomatoes. I know, like someone allergic to tomatoes. Maybe. I know. Yeah. Well, it depends on what you want to classify a tomato. Some days it's a fruit. Sometimes it's a vegetable. So all up to y'all. <laughs> But I, I just if it's a if if a lot of people have the allergy, a lot of times I feel like oh okay that's probably something I could cut out of my diet. That's, like probably, that's probably a terrible way to go off of, but it might be right. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see what's good for the majority. Yeah, but if you look at if you look at like if you're good to go off of that, I'm pretty sure everything someone's allergic to. So then you you'd only be I'm like about, you know like you see a lot of shellfish allergies. You see a shit ton of peanut allergies. You see so many. Um, like my brother, he was a, allergic to um, something in white bread for like years, and we always had to eat potato bread, which is amazing, by the way. If yeah. you never had potato bread, so like those kind of things. Potato buns are good on burgers too. Oh yeah, dude, this is making me really hungry. <laughs> I should go out for potato bread burgers after this. Yeah, we'll put on the budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the no opinions dismissed budget. Yep. Uh, so it, also he mentions intermittent fasting. Here's the other thing, which is probably really good, which a lot of people do, uh, which a lot of people probably need to not do, I'm guessing. We'll probably learn about this 10 years from now. This caused cancer and shit. Scented deodorants, colognes, perfumes, and shampoos are apparently really bad for you. Uh, there's a lot of cultures that don't believe in deodorant and, um, and shampoos and all that stuff. The Europeans? 
No, not the Europeans. They don't, the women don't believe in shaving their arms either. <laughs> or legs. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. You've never, you never like seen like the, like the meme of like the hairy French girl or something? Uh, well, now that you mentioned that. Yeah, I know about the hairy French men or the French person. But I didn't know that was like really a thing. I thought it was just naturally just hairy. No, but like some girls don't shave their armpits in Europe. Now, this is news to me. Really? Yeah. I mean, if you think about it. Well, I haven't been to Europe, so. If you think about <laughs> how weird it is to shave under your armpits. Do you think there's going to be like something where it comes back where like hair under the arm is okay? Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? You know, who it's, thought- it's already getting that way somewhere else. <laughs> Imagine right about that though. It is it's making a comeback. It's making a comeback. It's gonna make a comeback in more than one spot. He also mentions exercise is important. Obvious. But pretty much he, he just goes over all this crazy stuff. He talks about you need to have clean skin, clean liver, clean gallbladder, clean lymph node gland, clean kidney, clean colon. I think I already said that. And he talks about you need to clean all your cells in these areas. And then he lays out all these different kinds of roots and flowers and elderberries and herbs that you eat to cleanse certain parts of your body. So each one of these like roots, like he mentions burdock root and sarsaparilla root, and I don't even know how to say this. He also says dandelions, which yeah. I wouldn't have thought of. I've actually found out from dandelion about dandelion tea from Nick Cannon because Nick Cannon follows dr c oh god he does no no it's just funny because so many doctors are like no herpes is incurable you can't cure it and then well i do have something so do you do you know about um nick cannon having lupus and how sick he really got no but then dr cb he followed dr cb's recommendations and he's good good he's better than what he was he's way better than what he was before he's a freaking machine like really look at nick cannon's like Hold on, I'll, I'll pull up on Instagram or something like this, and then I'll show you what he looks like. And this is a man with lupus. And usually, when you have lupus, you're really, you know, frail and sick because of the way it attacks your body. So was he like buff? Uh, yeah, he's super buff. I'll take your word for it. Oh no, I'm pulling him. I'm pulling him up on Instagram right here. That's all he does now. Oh damn! Yeah, it's man yeah, with he's lupus. Fit. This man with lupus. <laughs> that dude. Oh, dude, he's doing workouts I couldn't do. I don't think. Yeah, he was thought. To, they thought he was going to end up dying like years ago. So wait a minute. It got real bad. So wait a minute. His workout routine's legit. Like he's doing some. He's doing like some parkour type workout. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's also he's a multimillionaire, so you can kind of. Uh, that to kinda, you know, so if you're rich, you, you 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 have enough time to. You said beach training. As an elite training. Oh, elite training. I was like, yeah, he has the beach bod. Yeah, so his lupus um, <clears throat> was attacking his kidney, and um, that's he he was very sick for a while. So I didn't really know anything about Doctor Sabi. That was him while he had lupus. Yeah, his autoimmune. See, his um, autoimmune. Yeah, his autoimmune system was really giving out on him, and then he followed Doctor Sebi one hundred percent. Is Doctor Sebi still alive? I think he is, right? I don't think he is. No? Uh-uh. To my knowledge, I don't think he is. 
No, he died in 2016. Yeah, how old was he? 82. <laughs> <laughs> he might have known something. <laughs> <laughs> he followed his own advice till he was 82, and then he realized his diet plan wasn't that great after all. <laughs> <laughs> he died at 82. <laughs> he, it's like... It's like, do you really want to follow this guy's advice? He didn't live to even be 100. <laughs> he didn't even live to be 90. Shit, my grandpa lived to be like 90-something. Well, that's 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 if it was no foul play. Because he was taking down a lot of people, though. Ah, he, so you think it's it a conspiracy in the world? Ooh. So if you, if you know about conspiracy, a... Conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. Okay, my homework for you. Uh-huh. Do conspiracy research on his death if you think so, and then cover it if you think there's something there. All right. All right. Okay, make a note of that so you don't forget. You know I am. CB conspiracy. Okay, because you know I'm I'm down for a good conspiracy. I try to compare. Do you remember how I mentioned Edgar Casey? Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago. Yep. I mentioned him because I can't remember why. I think I re- I mentioned him in counter to you mentoring Doctor Sabi. Yeah. Or maybe I mentioned him and then you mentioned Doctor Sabi. But this was a guy who was per- pretty much supposed to be like this clairvoyant guy, like fortune teller, kind of crazy prediction guy. Anyways, I did some research into him, and he did 14,000 psychic readings, refused to take money for his work because he was like super Christian, and he thought it was like God's will or something. He predicted two stock market crashes. He predicted World War II and the Axis being the Germans, uh, Japan, and a- Austria. He predicted us finding the Dead Sea Scrolls, which apparently was true. I didn't even really know about that. He predicted blood being used as a diagnostic tool, which turned out to be true. Remember, this was he was making these predictions like in the 20s, 1920s. So people didn't know you could use blood to figure out what's wrong with apparently you? Apparently not. I oh. don't know. Oh. I, I did very little fact-checking on this. Oh. Uh, he was able to sleep on his books and then know the content of the books after he woke up. This so is where laid, I got interested. Laid yeah. his head on his school books and then was able to say what was on every single page to his father. Okay. Okay, that's creepy. I uh, <laughs> don't know if it's true. It's hard to believe, I'll tell you that. Yeah. He could repeat anything in the book. His father thought he had been fooling around, but before and knocked him out of his chair again. I don't know. I have some some stuff here. Eventually, he did this with all of his school books and became a uh, one of the best students. His teachers always said he was a he was a great student. He also got ill, and then he went to sleep and 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 told his father exactly what he needed to be cured, and it turned out to maybe be true. Okay. Now, with all that being said, you got to be wondering, like, okay, so why wasn't this guy, you know, talked famous. about more, you yeah. know? Well, he was famous, kind of, but why wasn't he talked about more? And it's because he made <laughs> a lot of predictions that <laughs> seem kind of crazy as well, including the predictions of pretty much like New York, California, Los Angeles, all these like cities getting destroyed. Well, but like not like being just like being destroyed by like natural disasters. Oh, okay. okay. So, like, floods and, like, the San Andreas fault line and stuff like that. He didn't say when. He just said it was going to happen. Did no, I think, he said, I, think he was, I think he said it was going to happen, like, and it never did happen. Like, oh, it, right. it, like it would have happened by now kind of thing. Okay. He also said that five human races were created all at the same time. 
white, black, red, brown, and yellow were simultaneously created. He also said the red race developed Atlantis. <laughs> and then when we discovered Atlantis, which we didn't, which he said that we would have done by now, we would also discover a death ray machine. So these are some of the other predictions he had. <laughs> what if so, we did find it well, and we I, and we just covered it up? Yeah, mm. well, you know, there you go. <laughs> it's it's and then and then also we covered up uh New York and Los Angeles not actually getting destroyed. Yes, holograms. <laughs> holograms. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. When I went to New York, those holograms were super legit. I know, right? You could walk in them. Yeah. <laughs> So he, he did all these psychic readings and he became like a traveling psychic. But it was kind of funny. Like, you know, normally you would think about going into like getting like your, you know, a therapist or something. They would lay you down in like the chair, mm-hmm. like like the, the comfy chair where you got to sleep and then hip, be hip, hypnotized or whatever. Instead, you would go into the room and he would get in that chair. <laughs> <laughs> he would go to sleep. And then in his sleeping state, he would like mutter stuff in his sleep. And then someone would write it down and um, record it. And apparently he he talked while he was sleeping. And he used to do it with people, with his wife. And then got he apparently got good enough to where he could do it on his own or something. And it's his wife stayed with him after all this. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's tough to believe. Anyways, it's whatever. It definitely, he definitely was a person. Now, whether or not, like, he made some crazy things, like acquisitions, saying, like, Japan would get wiped off, wiped out of the sea, because, like, like a tsunami. Mm. Uh, The Great Lakes would flood into the Gulf of Mexico, which Mm. the person covering this said he apparently didn't know how water worked. (laughs) Yeah. He also said by sometime in like the 50s or something, China would go mainly Christian, which definitely didn't happen. So, you know, even though apparently he did all these great things, he uh, also said a bunch of crazy stuff. So that is Edgar Casey. in case you're wondering. I like him. You like him? (laughs) All right. There you go. What, What do you want to talk about now? I want to talk about this thing called a freaking honey badger. Oh, you know, it was really surprising that you didn't know the Bitcoin animal. The Bitcoin's animal was a honey badger. Like the mascot of Bitcoin is a honey badger. I never knew this. I didn't know. I I didn't even, but I just didn't know exactly like what the honey badger was like. So badass. That's what I I didn't know. I don't think many people did until they got into Bitcoin. And then when you get into Bitcoin, you're like, what's this honey badger thing? And then you're like, oh, crap, this honey badger is crazy. Like, this thing got bit by a cobra, went to sleep, and then proceeded to wake up. And I was like, all right, well, time to finish off that cobra. And then ate the cobra. That's insane. Speaking of Bitcoin, uh-huh. Bitcoin, dude. Oh, yeah. The, the it's honey up like, badger of crypto. It's up like 20% since we last had a show or something. Yeah. And that's a big jump for a week. It's at, right now in Robinhood, it's at 17,700. Right now, seventeen seven. Right now, 17,700 on, on Robinhood. That's insane. That's insane. <laughs> okay. I really can't believe that. Neo also went up like crazy. Neo went up like 
some crazy amount. In IO or in EO? <laughs> I'm looking at the. I'm talking definitely in IO. I'm looking at the NodPod NodPod uh, portfolio. I'm curious. They beat their um their numbers. Well, what are they in pre or uh, aftermarket right now? Which one, Neo? Yeah, because they beat their earnings report, which was surprising. Uh not much. It's like flat today. Okay. It's up two percent today. Okay. After hours, it's down two percent. Oh, that's perfect. So I can buy some in the morning. There you go. Yeah. Because <laughs> they beat about like $50 million. Well, there there you go. I, maybe that's why it pumped beforehand. And, you know. Uh, it did do this crazy pump and drop. Oh, yeah. You see it right there. <laughs> yeah. It did a pump and drop. Pump and drop. Yeah. I mean, it got all the way over 50 at one point. I would have been pissed. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Let me tell you about the honey badger. Because I did do. You know how we talked about animals mm-hmm. last last pod? And we talked about Wolverine mm-hmm. being like a pre- uh, uh, apex predator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really know much about Wolverine. So I was right. Right about what? Did I say a Wolverine was an apex predator? I don't I don't remember. But <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to say is I didn't know much about the Wolverine. Right. Besides the X-Men character, Wolverine. Okay. So Wolverines uh, kind of looked like honey badgers. And that's why I was talking to you about honey badgers earlier. I was wondering what's the difference between honey badgers and wolverines. And they're a little bit similar, but they're also a little bit different. I want to share with you the differences between a wolverine and a honey badger. All right. So wolverines are a bit larger. They're almost like small bears. Mm. And they're omnivores. Omnivores? They eat everything. Yeah, they'll eat vegetables and they'll eat caribou. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they'll have vegetables. No nuts, though. No nuts. (laughs) (laughs) They can smell, uh, so uh, just to give you some context, wolverines live in the northern areas, like northern Europe and Asia, northern America. Oh, so honey, to... honey badgers live more like dry climates in Africa and stuff like that. So you might see one when you go to Africa. Yeah. I and hope I do. like India as well is apparently where they are. So they can smell, so wolverines can smell... Up to 20 feet under snow. They they are smart enough to use the snow as like refrigerators for like their meat that is left over, which I thought was kind of cool. They also use like the snow to like build dens and stuff. I don't know what that means, like maybe like little igloos. Mm. Now, on the other hand, uh, honey badgers, which I would say are probably about 60% of the size of wolverines, maybe half the size. They're carnivores. But you hear about the crazy stories about honey badgers. Like they they're killing crocodiles. Like, how is that what? even possible? <laughs> how is that even possible to, to hunt a crocodile? Uh, Crocodiles, you can you have to shoot a crocodile in the right spot to kill it with a bullet. Oh, I know. I've seen the gator shows. <laughs> like you, have to shoot it like right, you have to shoot it like right around the head yeah, or else it doesn't kill it. And this little thing can, can just do whatever I, it wants to with a crocodile. I'm suspicious. It, it made a mention of it, but it says it can kill an antelope. Okay. I mean, that's kind of crazy and then you know we watched the videos of them like defending themselves from lions <laughs> yeah, that was which funny. are supposed to be apex Five predators. lions yeah taking on one little honey badger yeah he booped it right on the nose <laughs> yeah now here's here's i think the the biggest difference between wolverines and honey badgers they're both like crazy ferocious have sharp teeth and are like resilient and stuff Claws. the wolverines the males do not share territory with each other and they'll kill each other they will share with females, though. Uh, of course. 
<laughs> but the females will also kill each other over territory. So he's stuck with one. <laughs> so he's like, oh, yeah, fight to the death. No, 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 because males, dude, check this out. Their territory can be up to 900 square miles. <laughs> <laughs> You're just selfish at that point. <laughs> the female territory, though, can be up to 400 square miles. Isn't that crazy? That is. They're also wolverines are also known to be able to kill a polar bear, which is a apex predator. When would a polar bear and them be in the same vicinity? Well, if you remember, wolverines are in the north, North America. But which, how north we're talking? All the way up there. I mean, they're in Canada. They're in Canada, and polar bears are in Canada. We covered this. I thought polar bears were in South the Arctic, and they're oh, not. They're yeah. only in North, north America. North America. They would yeah, eat right. all the penguins. You're right. We're we're so stupid when it comes <laughs> to like this kind of shit. We should definitely know these things, and we don't. Yeah, polar bears are only in the like the North Pole. All right, that's why Coca Cola and Santa have such a good time. Yeah, yeah, true. You know the Coca Cola polar bear memes yep. or advertisements. Well, yeah, I was about to say that was real. That, <laughs> that's not yeah. a meme. Marketing. I think that's the word I was looking for. Ah. See, memes and marketing now, are, I don't this know what anonymous. the difference is. Yeah. I think memes are more effective. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much Chick-fil-A I bought off of the Chick-fil-A memes? No. God's chicken. Oh. <laughs> now, wolverines have been known to be killed by porcupine quills, which apparently are super crazy. I didn't really know much about like porcupine quills, but apparently they'll kill you. Oh, they will fuck your dog up. Yeah. Oh, man. If you have a dog that gets... Mess up by a porcupine, you're gonna be there. You gotta take it to the vet. Now, do porcupines kind of like shoot off their quills, or do they just like you snag onto them? I heard they can project them. I th- really? I've heard they could. Project or is that like them. an urban legend? I don't know. I have to Google it. All right, but I've definitely heard it could it could happen. So here's the funny part: honey badgers get hit by bigger porcupine quills. The African porcupine's like three times larger than like the other porcupines. Mm-hmm. And the honey badger's just like limping around with like quills in them. And he like just gets them out <laughs> with like big piercing holes in his skin. His thin is so rubbery and so thick that it, it doesn't kill him. So honey badgers are super resilient. So God made these the perfect size because if they were like our height or our size, it would have been a wrap. Yeah, it's 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 hard to know. Because um, now, now, I mentioned earlier the biggest difference. I forgot to tell you the biggest difference. I just mentioned what the Wolverines' territory, so they have like this vast territory. On the other hand, honey badgers will share territory with each other, and their territory typically is only about one and a half miles, and for females, about one mile, square mile. So <laughs> we're talking like... Like six hundred times smaller, like in territory, the wolverines like roam and they're very like you know nomadic. I almost feel like versus the honey badger is very like, all right, this is my block for the you know for the rest of my life, I guess. <laughs> I'm just gonna fuck shit up in this block. Yeah, I see those lines are over there. Get out of my spot. <laughs> yeah, like I could just move, or this is my spot, lions. I guess we're just gonna have to learn to coexist. Nah, just get out. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, the honey badger is the Bitcoin animal. It's known because a, a lot of animals will grab, will grab a small rodent or whatever by the neck. Now, right. the problem with the honey badger is its skin is so loose and rubbery, it'll turn around and then bite <laughs> your nose when like a lion grabs it by the back of a neck. 
That's funny. So that's why it's so like ferocious because its teeth are super sharp, its claws are super sharp, and when you grab it, it'll just twist and then scratch you or bite you. So you're so it bites you as it bites as you yeah bite it. as you're biting it, it'll turn around and bite you. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like I don't want to mess with that. Yeah, these things are vicious little guys. I don't know if they attack humans. Though. I doubt it. Uh, now I see why Bitcoin's a. Uh... It's honey badger. You can't. Yeah. You can't kill Bitcoin. Can't kill a honey badger. Yeah. I mean, you can't. And it kill... bites you. Yeah, everybody's doing real good, and you know, you're doing real well. It bites you, you when you sell. And you go to sell, and you just bite. It just bites you. <laughs> yeah. It's like ah, it's like plummet. It's like the bit I did sell. I, I regret. I got bit. <laughs> right. The price went up afterwards. Dang, this is this is very educational. I like. Yeah, this. you learn you learn quite a bit. You know you know what else? We should almost have like a text segment. Because I asked you a question about Bitcoin. You did. What does it mean to run Bitcoin? In your own words, sir. You mean like run a node? Yes. What does it mean to run a node? Just really just to run the software. It's like it's like having a like having a computer server and then you just run the software on it. Okay. Now my question to you is where do you get that software? Google. Okay. Like you get everything. So then you go to Google. Uh huh. Go to Google. I want to watch you. Go to All Google. Right. I want to watch you do this. All right, I'll just go to Google. Yeah. How do you run? How do you be a first-class citizen on Bitcoin? How do you run a node? How do you run a server? How um, do you be part of the network? Run. And, and for those who are listening, being part of the network means I'm running. A server that has the blockchain on it, which is a list of all the transactions and all the current uh, accounts, pretty much. And you also have peers on the network, so you're able to connect. Everyone talks to each other. Things propagate through something called a gossip protocol, which means, hey, I learned about something. You tell all your neighbors, they tell all their neighbors, and then eventually everyone knows about it. So when you hear about this blockchain and the block being found, that's when, when a block is found... They will tell all their neighbors, their neighbors tell all their neighbors, and eventually everyone knows about the new block and everyone adds it to the blockchain. But the question is, is where do you get the software from? So you're on medium right now <laughs> looking at what a Bitcoin notice. Bitcoin is. blockchain. Uh, no, but how da, do you da, get da, the da. software? That's what, I'm, that's what I'm doing right here. It's uh, you get the software, um. From recent Bitcoin core full nodes, if you try, I don't know. No, ch- go, go go to. I thought it was Bitcoin.org. Go there. Yeah, site can't be reached. Really? For a full node, at least Bitcoin.org. You know what? I wonder if it's because I work hard industry and I'm using them to look up Bitcoin.org. Yeah, because I can go to Bitcoin.org. Wow, they blocked this. Wait, your company blocked Bitcoin.org? I guess so. No. Look, it's not coming up. Oh, my God. <laughs> we are in the gift card industry, and if I wouldn't want... No. <laughs> no. I think they cut it. No. <laughs> they blocked Bitcoin.org? They had to. I didn't do it. <laughs> I can't believe, though, that they... That your computer is blocking Bitcoin.org because I'm on your Wi-Fi and I'm able to get there. Yeah, right. I'm definitely connected to the same Wi-Fi. So what? <coughs> Why is it blocking? Mm-hmm. I forgot I had that fantasy basketball trade analyzer. Request timed out. Yeah, 
So <laughs> your computer is obviously, your company has that shit locked down super hard. Right. How about you try this one? All right. So get started with Bitcoin. Choose your wallet, buy Bitcoin. Um, so you're on Bitcoin.org. All right. How do you get the software? Um, I get the software by, um, the no, not the white developers. I'm a developer sometimes. Developer guidelines, um, getting start. You know. <laughs> Come on, you got this. I believe in you. You're not stupid. Maybe you are. Maybe you're an <laughs> idiot. Maybe, maybe, maybe I forgot rule one. Rule one. Let's see here. Um, it's not references. Bitcoin developer. It should. Let's say someone had a gun to your head and said, "Tell me how to run a Bitcoin node." What would you do? I would, oh, okay. This is what I would do. So you're Googling, <laughs> run a Bitcoin node. Uh-huh. And then running a full node. And then hopefully this site now comes up. And I'm not dead. So now you're back on Bitcoin.org, but you're in the download section. Exactly. So now I'm downloading it. Cost and warnings. Um, cost and warnings. Uh, we got a Mac instructions. And here goes, go to Bitcoin Core download page. Okay, so you're going to the Bitcoin Core download page. Oh, yeah, Bitcoin Core download page. And then uh, download Bitcoin Core. Okay. Okay, so you're able to find the link to download the server software, the node software. Right. Okay. But where does this come from? Why would you trust this website? How do you know you're not actually? How do you know you're actually downloading the Bitcoin Core Node software, and that it's not malicious? Because I would go to my local Bitcoin embassy and ask an expert <laughs> on if the one that we closed down. <laughs> I would go to my second trusted Bitcoin embassy, <laughs> the Atlanta Bitcoin meetup or yes. the Atlanta blockchain meetup. Yes, I would go there and say, "Hey guys, um, is Tidwell here? Because he's the only one who knows this shit." <laughs> okay, so have you heard of GitHub? Yes. One way of figuring out where the you know where this comes from that you download would be looking at GitHub. Hmm. You know, I'm not a, you know, I'm a developer by like, you know, play. I'm not a real developer. So So I'm going to probably say something that's a little bit outside of the scope of this. But what you're going to download here would be considered a binary, an executable. Mm -hmm. Like for Windows, it'd be like an EXE. Right. For Mac, it'd be a DMG. And for Linux, it'd be something, I don't know, whatever. Whatever it would be for Linux. Oh, I actually know that. It's a it's a bash. I think it's a bash. It's dot a shell. Then, yeah, shell. Yeah, I don't I don't go. know if it would be a shell or if it would be run on I I don't know. Let's download it. Let's see. I mean it's a tarball that Oh, it's a, it, well, it's a I think it's like a I don't know what it would be. You're making me wonder <laughs> what what the what the actual executable is. Now it's running it's running a C program, so I would imagine it's some kind of executable. It's just called a Linux binary, which is what I would call it. But I don't know. 
what kind of binary it'd be. I, I guess it would be like a C. Yeah, it's just a binary. It's just a binary. It's just called a binary executable file. Anyways. So, <clears throat> so anyways, it's like, we'll just call these binaries, okay? All right. The question is, is how do you trust the binaries? And you'd have to look at, you know, like how the binaries are being produced. Now, what I wanted to tell you earlier was if you compile the source code that's on GitHub for Bitcoin, you would actually produce different binaries for this for the same version. And that would be because the tools that do the compiling of the code are going to be different. So your SHA, you know, fingerprint checksums. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what a checksum is, it's just to check the integrity of the file. It's sometimes called a fingerprint or a hash. That is actually going to be different, even if you compile the same source code, depending on, you know, what you're compiling and the tools that you use to compile, the versions of the tools and all that. So the reference that was made was, there was a the, uh, a guy named Carl Dong gave a presentation on this, why it's important for Bitcoin, because you don't know if you're actually running the software or if you're running software that's going to say, hey, when this guy has over one Bitcoin, steal all of his money, you know? And he was talking about this grad student or this, this guy's task was to uh, debug this program that would ask a question and and then wait for an answer. But it would ask a question, but right before it asked the question, it would put up some white supremacist message <laughs> and then clear the white supremacist <laughs> message and then a- actually ask the question. So then he was like, okay, I can fix this. He goes into the source code, he changes it, recompiles, and gets ready. He's like, okay, well, that was easy. And then white supremacist message still comes up. He's like, huh, that was weird. And, and he you know was working on it and working on it and he's like man what what the hell and it turned out that his compilers were <laughs> were recompiling the source code that was cleaned uh-huh. but then reinjecting the white supremacist code so then he was like okay I figured it out so then he got all these three and a half floppies and reloaded the compilers into the computer. But this was so sophisticated that it saw when it reloaded the compilers to also reinfect those compilers. So he thought he was clean, and then he does it again, same thing. So there was no way, like, it was really hard for him to clean the compilers and toolkit to compile the right source code. So even though you write source code Mm -hmm. and you compile it, have you ever compiled stuff for Java? Nah, well, or C or whatever I have, but yeah. it's like you don't actually know what even if you write code you don't actually know what you're compiling <laughs> if you right. don't control the, the tools that do the compiling now hmm. for uh, Linux which is an operating system they have all these you know things that are always constantly changing and stuff so the idea for Bitcoin is we want to figure out how to make it where every time we compile the source code we use like the minimal, most verified compiling tools. And that's called uh, GUIX, yeah. uh, uh, functional uh, like build process, I believe, is kind of like how they're dubbing it. And that's pronounced geeks, G-U-I-X. It's kind of geeky. And anyways, that was uh, 
That was me nerding out on the podcast. But it was very informative, though. I learned a lot. Did you learn? Yeah, what did you learn? I learned that I can't trust my own compiler. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, Bitcoin does trust those compilers. And I guess it's like... Until we find out how to not... Who, who can hack the compiler and yeah. change it. I don't know. It's, it's really crazy. Like when you dig in deep enough... And you start to realize, like, well, who creates the chips? Who creates the processors? Who does all this? You start to really be like, man, to really have a secure system that isn't compromisable by even, like, nation state kind of stuff, you need to create, like, your own hardware, too. Not only your own and software. we have to trust you. No, I don't know shit about hardware. Well, I'm just saying, but, we, but if you could do it, we would have to trust that you wouldn't even do anything yeah. messed up on it. Well... Yeah, that's besides the point. Yeah. This is this is for developers checking developers. But even then, it's like you can't you 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 have no way of knowing if there's some kind of weird malicious thing in like the Intel processor or AMD processor that will do something crazy or something on the motherboard or something. Hmm. Anyways, dang, that's a so I think I think in the next like 10, 20 years, I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility to see some kind of open source hardware initiative that kind of is led for, for Bitcoin. So in other words, it's this might not be like the best hardware or the best operating system or, you know, whatever, but it's going to be like the most, like, very, very verified and secure kind of stuff. Right. I could see that happening. Hmm. But right now, no way. I don't think it's even possible right now, at least not from my knowledge. So it's like, it's kind of a weird thing. It's like the, the mod like the mantra or whatever in Bitcoin is don't trust verify, <laughs> but it's hard to verify stuff. Cause a lot of times you're <laughs> trusting trust and you're verifying trusted things, you know, anyways. So yeah, Bitcoin's up. That's all. That's all that's important. That's all. That's all that's important. Wow. You know, I wonder, do you have any predictions for the next show? Considering, uh... Considering next week. So we'll just say, when's Thanksgiving? Next week. Okay, so we might skip a week. Possibly. Yeah, possibly. We'll, we'll, we'll do a prediction, though. By Thanksgiving, and we'll just cover it, what do you think the price of Bitcoin is going to be, up or down? Up. By how much? What do you think? I think it might. I think it might hit above 20. But when I say above 20, I mean like 20... One four five. <laughs> okay, we'll just say we'll just say you think by Thanksgiving above twenty k. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. I mean, if it's on the rate that it's going now, it'll be like at thirty. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> oh, do you have a top? Do you think it's gonna be below twenty one? Okay, I think once it gets to twenty, then we'll have our explosion to like maybe sixty. <laughs> and then I feel like after 60, it's going to drop back down and it's going to teeter and stay at maybe 24. 24? Yeah. Okay. That's my prediction. What's the, t what's the maximum price that Bitcoin could be by Thanksgiving? 20, 25. Okay. We'll say between 20 and 25. Yeah. But closer to 20. <laughs> is what you're thinking. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll see. We'll see what your predictions like. Bitcoin prediction by Thanksgiving, twenty to twenty five k. 
You heard it here first, folks. If it's not 20 to 25K, never listen to us ever again. If it is, listen to us for the rest of your life. Ether. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm waiting on, man. If Ether, if, the, if Bitcoin goes to 2025, I know Ether's going back to 1,000. So if, if Bitcoin is the honey badger, what's Ether? Nah, I guess the Wolverine. <laughs> you got to think of like the most helpless... <laughs> Animal that you can possibly think of. Not oh, the, the bird, the bird that's the scavenger. Because <laughs> yeah. as Bitcoin up, goes up, it's like, hey guys, it I'm picks here. up the Bitcoin scraps. <laughs> it just waits for the honey badger to kill like a big animal, and then it comes and picks up the scraps. It's a way to survive. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move on. Oh, I have another. I have another sign on Mor- the Moreland sign segment. Uh oh. I'm curious to see. So I'm going to read you this sign, and you're going to tell me what you think this person looks like. Could be a girl, could be a man, could be a woman, could be a trans, could be a black, could be a red, could be a white. What were the other colors that Casey, he said yellow? Yeah, it's yellow and red. Yellow, red, green. So black, you have to, white. So guess the demographics of the sign holder. Okay. Shouldn't be too hard. This is this is very dehumanizing. I don't like this segment. Now that I you think made about it, it. <laughs> yeah. But now that I segment. think about it, this is this is terrible. Uh, depends right, on what the sign says. Okay. So this is the Smoreland. You know, sign guy, if you're listening, because you may might have like a nice house and internet. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> sign girl, sign guy, if you're listening right now, if you if you go out there on the streets. And you you put a sign up to get some money, and you're actually not homeless. Um, you know, good for you for finding that market inefficiency and and, and grabbing that money. Because <laughs> that person obviously didn't deserve to have the money that he just gave you, right? Or she just gave you. Okay. So the sign says, "God, it's so hard to read." I took a picture, kind of. I was like, didn't want to make it obvious that I took a picture. I lost my job. I am homeless. Now I am hungry. I need food. Cops came and took stuff from my hood. Thank you. God bless. Why was I read this somewhere? I was a white <laughs> is guy. This a repeat. Was it a white guy? I want you to guess the full demographics. What do you think? White guy is your I final answer. Like a white guy with a dog, who who has he's like a white guy with a dog. He sits like right off the exit. <laughs> it's a black guy and he's wearing his chin diaper he's wearing his chin diaper strong I love South Park <laughs> the chin diapers oh. it's so funny he's like wait you have to put the chin diaper above your, your chin that's gross yeah that's gross <laughs> it, it's supposed to be like the meme of you're, you're, some people want to put it above their nose mm-hmm. they make it they don't even want to put it above their their chin <laughs> So I was with I was shopping at Costco the other day with one of my friends and his girlfriend, and uh, she had the mask right over her mouth, like right here over mm-hmm. the mouth. And then the lady came over, she freaked out. She's like, "Oh my god, ma'am, you have to have it over your nose too." And it's just the way she was just like freaking out about. It. I was just like, "Oh god, I'm sorry." <laughs> Does that make any sense? I I don't even know. Does it make sense to put it above your nose? I mean, I can understand, like, if you're scared to get it, you put it above your nose. But what about, like, unless you sneeze, nothing's going to come out of your nose, right? 
Maybe. I mean, no, I just breathed out. So, yeah, stuff goes out. Yeah, but yeah. it's not like projecting. You know, if you see the guy who smokes a vape and then wears the mask and then exhales, that shit just goes everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it makes me think that the mask is really just to make it where it doesn't like go far, like when you exhale or cough, but right. it still kind of like leaves your mask. So I'd imagine yeah. anything that you breathe out your nose is still going to leave the mask a little bit. So not having it over your nose. Yeah, this is going off of zero science, by the way. Yeah, but because it's like I see doctors, I see surgeons and doctors wearing them in surgeries. I'm like, oh, they're you don't want to drip right. nasal stuff into a patient. <laughs> no, but, Maybe it might be the but I think it, for the doctor, it's more like I don't want to also get whatever you have. Yeah, but if vape smoke can go through it, I'm pretty sure virus particles are way smaller than that. Yeah, but this is like you 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 cut into a patient and then blood squirts up. You don't want to like go into your nose or mouth. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it still does. No. <laughs> if vape smoke can get through, that is definitely getting through. No, bl- liquid how, do you do you not know that gas is easier to go through stuff than liquid? Yeah, but it'll bleed through. Like if I if if the whole point of the mask is it's supposed to be do I have a mask in here? Because I'm about to drip some water on it and see if it goes to the other side. <sighs> That's not the point. All right, whatever. <laughs> this is this is getting stupid. I don't even want to talk about this anymore. I, I did. You know what I did want to talk about? I think I told you that saying African American isn't appropriate. You remember how I said yeah, that? Yeah, I remember how dumb that I was. I made that up. Oh, <laughs> my my friend my friend said that, and I I thought I thought he was being serious. I was like, wait, what? I thought he I thought he was like saying this is a thing, and then I asked him. He's like, no, I was just kidding. I was like, oh, okay. Shout out to that friend. Yeah, <laughs> he's awesome. <laughs> but we did mention on the last podcast, new wars started by Trump and Obama. Yeah, I remember that. So. Guess how many new wars or conflicts Obama started? If I had to guess without knowing that I know it. <laughs> oh, did you just look at it? Yeah. No, look away. <laughs> okay, you you see it. So it's he, he started he started seven conflicts. Obama started seven. I mean, he didn't like I wouldn't say Obama was like, yo, I'm gonna start some shit. It was well, more I like we the U.S. were in one. Well, no, this is new stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So this is new stuff that happened while Obama was president. Not to say Obama was responsible, but he's kind of the commander-in-chief, and this is war, so he's kind of responsible. So he, re- he restarted up Iraq, apparently. Because <laughs> well, Iraq's on here, and is, I know Bush did that. Well, this is, this is uh, something specific. This is the American-led intervention in the Syrian civil war, or yeah, Iraq for for the closely related operations in Syria, and uh, uh, this is called the American-led intervention in Iraq, which hmm. started in 2014. Oh wow! Yeah, so we re-entered. So he so seven conflicts, and some of these are like I I, I didn't even feel like I've heard of them. Operation Ocean Shield in Somalia. That was with Somalian pirates. Yeah. International intervention in Libya. Do you know I what that know. was? <laughs> That's when they killed Gaddafi. That's when they killed Gaddafi. I didn't know it was called that. I didn't even... I mean, that's... Do you, you know, know a little bit about that? Yeah, I know... Do you know Tosh.0? Oh? Yeah. 
he did this big thing where when you Qaddafi someone, you like <laughs> hit him in the ass or something. Because that's what they did to his dead body or something. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. This is like, okay, so there's Operation Observant Compass, which was like Uganda. There's American-led intervention in Iraq and Syria, which is still going on still. There's the Yemen Civil War stuff that, you know, fighting ISIS, which is still current. Mm. And then the American intervention in Libya, which isn't the international intervention. This is just the American intervention. So it's funny that this isn't called a war. This is called intervention. So this is almost like aliens came down from space and intervened in Earth. That's like how I feel like it's kind of being said, like we're going in there and we're, you know, we're doing an intervention. Yeah. You know, they need, they need like they Y'all doing something we don't like and we yeah. just need y'all to stop doing it. So we're going to help y'all stop doing it. Isn't there like a thing where if you're fucking up real bad, you'll come home one day and then all your friends are there and all your family are there and you have an intervention. <laughs> intervention. That's what it kind of sounds like. It's like Libya, we're having an intervention. We're going to bring all of our tanks and all of our bombs and we're just going to have an intervention with you. But but where's mom and dad? <laughs> <laughs> They're getting an intervention too. <laughs> In separate rooms. In bunkers. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there's that. And then the question is, right, you already know the answer to this because you looked and, the, and you also know. Trump started no new interventions. He doesn't believe in interventions, <laughs> apparently. And, you know, you know what's funny about uh, Trump? He actually, even today, was big on he wants to bring home troops. Yeah. And I don't know if he's just saying that, but he definitely seems... Like the least war hungry Republican president I can remember. George Bush was super hungry, right? Because of 9 11 and oil and stuff. Yeah. Trump seems to be like the opposite. Th- <laughs> Trump, Trump wouldn't blow up his own city. All right, sorry. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's baffling to me because we come, because we get pushed as media about Trump about like, oh man, he's like, He's gonna start a war. He's gonna put us in World War Three, and he literally is the only one who didn't. You know, if you think about like everything that makes, if you think about, if you don't think about everything that makes Trump a clown, <laughs> he's. I actually don't think he's a bad president in comparison to our other presidents. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think the the thing that really gets people is how crazy he sounds on twitter yeah and how obnoxious he is and how he talks in all caps and how he's he says crazy shit the arrogance gets me yeah and i think that's what people get caught up on he's like oh he's an egotistical maniac and he's like i'm like yeah other presidents probably hit it a lot better (laughs) you know or maybe they weren't egotistical maniacs right Maybe they were so psychotic that they put on a good front. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the, here's a question: do ego, do ego, are egotistical maniacs capable capable of good uh, decent decisions? And it looks like, yeah, but they they also sound like egotistical maniacs. And if you can't get past that, it doesn't matter what decision they make, right? Yeah, because no matter what, because I I don't know. By if the way, true. I don't know if maniac is a good descriptor, but egotistical probably. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say Trump's a maniac. I at least right now. Well, I was about to say we'll find out, right? Yeah, at least right now <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out how this Biden uh, 
you know Trump election stuff goes if he could he could become a maniac maybe so you what's i think we should definitely talk about it because this is yeah so as of literally 10 minutes ago donald trump did something (laughs) absolutely mid recording (laughs) yeah mid recording you know you gotta you gotta keep up with this guy this guy is moving so fast. He's like a Wolverine. He, he has 900 miles square <laughs> radius. He, he wants to keep, you know, keep op- occupied. Okay. Yeah, he really is like a Wolverine. He ain't letting Biden in there. <laughs> oh, the Twitter's already put a flag on this tweet. This claim about election fraud is disputed. Oh, man. That's scary, too. What, Twitter? Yeah, being able to block that. Because do I think it was voter fraud? No, but the fact that you can't even like what what if it what if it's true? Like we find out later, ten years from now, we find out that was true. So why were you blocking it like through everything? They, I think they're doing what they think is in the best interest of the American people. I would like to at least believe they think that, okay. right? Whether it's true or not, I don't know. But I, I think Twitter is literally saying, "Hey, we have a responsibility to let people know this guy's crazy." I think is what they're trying to do. Now, whether or not he's yeah. actually crazy, I don't, I, I don't know. He, he definitely sounds crazy, but is he crazy? I don't know. And it's, it's hard for me to dismiss his opinion because I'm on the podcast called No Crazy People's Opinions Dismissed. It sounded a little off, but I got you. <laughs> right, anyways, he, he said Chris Krebs or Krebs on the security of 2020 election was highly inaccurate in that there were massive inappropriate and f- massive inappropriate and in- inappropriateties I don't usually pluralize that word inappropriateties and fraud including dead people voting poll watchers not allowed into polling locations glitches in the voting machines which change votes from Trump to Biden late voting and many more therefore effective immediately Chris Krebs has been terminated as director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Dude, what the fuck? Dude, Dude, that's crazy. Did he say you're fired at the end of it? (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) But if you think about it, it's like Trump is certain that there's fraud. And then the security guy's like, well, I did all the reporting. Doesn't look like there's any fraud, boss. And he's like, what do you mean there's no fraud? Of course there's fraud. You're fired. Dude, what the fuck? He's he's impl- and now he's kind of like coerced to be like, wait, wait, wait. There's fraud. There's fraud. There's fraud everywhere. No, I don't. I, <laughs> I I think if you're that high up, you're you're more worried about your <laughs> oh yeah, of course your reputation than than you know, especially if this guy's halfway out of the office. You know, so he's like, I'll, I'll wait for a new. But boss. if you think about it, he's he's been at odds with Doctor Fauci. Really? Yeah, and. Now this Chris Krebs guy, it's to me, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Is he just going to keep firing people until one of them is like, oh, yeah, there's definitely fraud. I wouldn't (laughs) doubt it. And then it's a story now. God, dude. It's like I want. He doesn't want to take the L. He's more. What if it's really fraud? What if he's like really like. Let's say. Let's say. Let's say. There is or is not fraud. <coughs> right. Let me just ask you a question. Who's more competitive? 
LeBron James or Donald Trump? Answer that question. <laughs> Donald Trump by far. <laughs> LeBron James is like the most competitive basketball. He wants to win more LeBron than LeBron like, lets people off the hook all the time. Okay, so Michael, sorry, Michael Jordan or Donald Trump? Woo! So I know Michael Jordan tough. was crazy maniac when it came to winning. You know what? I heard no, I hear like psychotic. Punch, yeah. I heard psychotic things about Jordan. Like him wanting to win so bad, like he sold, I think, his child soul to the devil. <laughs> no, I, I do know he 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 <laughs> fought many teammates in practice. He like he punched Steve Kerr in the face in practice because he was just so intense and he was like, you know what I mean? I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like that's psychotic. <laughs> Anyways. Like we get into a deep argument, I'll just punch you in the face of like you know what? I'm sorry. Let's get back to the podcast. If you punch me in the face, I'd die. Because <laughs> I'm not Chris Kerr or whatever. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Shit, y'all about the same height. <laughs> oh, really? Y'all about the same height. Yeah, and I'm Jordan's height and size. You are Jordan's height. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so what do you what do you think about... Have you been following any of the voter fraud stuff? I have. Um, I, Impressions? I'm not totally dismissive of Trump. Because it's, I, I think, think you're it's, the only Biden voter who isn't dismissive of Trump, which I applaud, by the way. Well, it's not because I'm a Biden voter of why I don't think it is. It's no, because, I'm just trying to say yeah. out of the intersection of people who aren't who, the intersection of people who are like, hmm, we'll see, like maybe there is fraud, maybe there isn't. Mm-hmm. And Biden voters, that's a very slim intersection. Right. I get it. But the reason I'm like this you're, is because... You're one of three people, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But the reason I, I'm thinking this way is because... I, okay. All right. Black moment for a second. All right. All right. Let's get it. Let's get All deep right. into, the, black into the roots. As a black person, I've seen so much fuckery in like all <laughs> kinds of sections of like voting, oh, voter oh. suppression. You're talking about Chicago stuff earlier. Oh, yeah. yeah Tell yeah. me... Yeah, Bring so that up. Yeah. Yo, so like I've seen so many like just voter suppression issues, you know, not being able to trust your government and all that. And when Trump says like, yo, you can't trust the government because of voter suppression and they're doing things illegally, I'm like, Trump, I seen uh, it. I seen it. But I think uh, I think other black people now is because oh, because I don't like him. Nah, he's lying. But I'm like, come on, guys. Y'all know this happens. Just because it's Trump doesn't make it not happen no so more. So because historically there's been so much fuckery, yes. you think black people are almost more likely to believe some shit might have happened? Yes. What about I'll someone like... Do I think... I do think something has happened. But to an extent <laughs> that it would change anything. I think that's the real question. I think a lot of Possibly. People, possibly. I will say this. I am 70-30 that it was changed. I'm 70-30 that it was changed. And I voted for Biden. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, and that's I'm only because so of right my black. That's only because of my blackness. It's literally called, it's only because. I, is, of is that called your black suspicion quotient? It's like, <laughs> it's like black spidey senses. I guess <laughs> it's like this bullshit in the air. I don't know where it is, but this bullshit in the air. <laughs> Honestly, black spidey senses. <laughs> yes, you make me think of the black Spider Man. When, he's, when he goes black, like the black suit, <laughs> like what, what? What's the crazy black Spider-Man called? Venom. Venom. <laughs> you're, you're sensing some venom. I'm sensing something, man. Okay, so I think a lot of people think there might be very, very marginally insignificant 
cases of voter fraud. It's okay. kind of hard to say there isn't because there's just so many damn votes. But is it significant enough to change the election? And I think a lot of people, even Republicans, don't think so. Mm. Now, what I'm really curious about is our home state. What the fuck is going to happen in Georgia? Because the <laughs> margin was so slim in Georgia. Right. And maybe the other states or whatever there are don't other change. States. Yeah, well, I'm saying there maybe another some. couple other states don't mm. change. But if just one state changes, that's going to be interesting. And I think Georgia is going to finish their recount soon. Yep. And if the results are the same, it's going to be funny if Trump is like, the process was rigged. It's like the compilers that were <laughs> the compilers since that the compiler was going to change. So it recompiled itself a different way. You know, it, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like uh, what I was talking about earlier with uh, the, the tools that compile the source code. You know, and maybe that's a bad analogy because I don't want to say our, our voting system is, is that fucked up, but it could be. Yeah, it could be. Because, uh, like I said, uh, I, now I remember stories where, like, you literally would have to show, like, your license and then your birth certificate. And then you have to show, like, one more form of ID just to be able to vote. And then other people would just be like, all right, hey. You know, you know hey. what one naive, ignorant <clears throat> way that's very simple to solve this? Blockchain. No. Oh. Well, I mean, maybe. But <laughs> I, I, I don't think. You can't just say blockchain. It makes I, no I sense. I just love saying it. Okay, here's the ignorant, naive way of doing it. That's super easy. Every vote's public. Blockchain. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying the identity of every oh. person is open. So you know who public. everybody voted like, for. Like, I could look up all your voting records. Like, I could look up everyone who voted for Biden in Atlanta. But... And I could look up like all my neighbors. I could look up my teachers. But do you think that would be? You know what? It, it's taboo. No, 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 no. I think I think it would be terrible. I think that would be a terrible. <laughs> I think that would be a terrible idea. I'm just saying that would literally be the simplest way. But I think that's funny because like how they tell you in the at work you shouldn't discuss salaries, but it only just helps the company. I wonder if this is also the same. Like we shouldn't discuss like who you voted for, but really it could help. I don't know. I I mean, there's going to be no way that I can think of to make sure that there hasn't been fraudulent votes included without compromising some kind of privacy. So what we're really talking about here is privacy of how someone voted. If you can't audit every single, you know, vote mm -hmm. and verify the people who did it publicly, then... You have to trust someone to do that. And then you have to also trust that fraudulent votes weren't included. Now you could make it you can make a system such that you could ensure that your vote was counted in the total, but you can't do something where you can ensure fraudulent votes haven't also been included. Right. You can verify the total count of votes, but you can't verify the integrity of each individual like vote, like somebody only your for own. You. Like, yeah, like I said, because we'll, you know, if some if somebody voted under your name or something like that. Well, it's it, it's just 
the only way I can think about it where there's like a completely soundproof way for someone like a pleb to audit this is you give up privacy, which I think is a bad idea. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I think that's like the only way I can think of. Yeah. And I, honestly, like, like a hundred percent, you can get really close, like 99 points on 999 mm-hmm. without giving up privacy, which I think should be done. But I think, the only way that's going to be a hundred percent is if you give up privacy. And I don't mind. I personally, in, in this situation, I wouldn't mind having my vote be public. I wouldn't mind that. You would if you voted for Hitler, and then, or if you <laughs> didn't vote for Hitler or something, and then Hitler's like, everyone who didn't vote for me is going to the freaking yeah. torture chamber, the gas chambers. Okay, now I see your point. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't hard to debunk what you just said. Yeah, but hopefully we don't have a Hitler in America. Well, you know, I only know about Hitler from what you know the U.S. government wanted me to know. So maybe he was a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he was like, "These aren't gas chambers. These are showers that that were just." You know, right? Why did y'all do this? Why did you? It's like it's like it's, it's like the cop that sprinkles crack on the dead body. Yeah, it's like the 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 U.S. are like these shower rooms. Yeah, let's bring let's bring uh, tubs of like toxic gas to and say these were gas chambers. Yeah, and then when they turn it on, that yeah, this was, this was gonna happen. Gas. <laughs> it's sad because like. I was just watching a documentary and literally a situation. It wasn't, of course, Hitler, but it was a situation where they, the government said that this guy was 100% sure. That I have evidence, I have fingerprints, I have witnesses that this guy killed this dude. And they come to find out none of it was true. And this guy did 25 years for it. Yeah, man. And, and they were able to convince the jury to give him the sentence. So that's I mean, even worse. It, it's it's hard. It's hard to be if you're presented with truths that aren't true. It's like how do you know? You know, deep fakes. Yep. Did you have? Uh, man, I, I following. So I think I got two things I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Obviously, what happens in Georgia? Yes. And then what the hell happens with Trump's Twitter account? Because I. This is just getting like too crazy entertaining. Like he he you saw how he claimed that he won the election. Yeah. He made two tweets saying I won the election. <laughs> if you say it loud enough maybe it becomes true. That's that's definitely a tactic I've heard. Oh. You you say false information enough people people end up believing it eventually. Yeah, but that doesn't put you back in the White House. <laughs> like, oh yeah, we believe you, and then you go right back. <laughs> like, no. Oh man, this is this is going to be weird. It's going to be weird. He doesn't want to lose. He's competitive like Michael Jordan, but on the political side. Yeah. He's willing to punch Joe Biden in the face. I, I wish I would have saw him fight. I would have thoroughly enjoyed that. I think Biden wouldn't stand a chance, but I don't know. <laughs> like, what if, like, what if, like, Trump looks like he fights dirty? <laughs> he would definitely grab your nuts in a fight. <laughs> Trump would definitely grab nuts, and Trump is six five. Oh, he's he's a bit taller than Biden, huh? Yeah, taller and definitely out his weight class. And he's a nut grabber, so God, dude. <laughs> Man, I wish they fought. Like <laughs> that should be the new like a new um section. Okay, we have the debates and then we have the boxing match after. <laughs> no, no, I think it should be Have you ever heard of like boxing chess? Uh-uh. 
So they do something where it's like five minutes of chess, five minutes of boxing, five minutes of chess, five minutes of boxing. And then if you win in the chess, you win. Or if you win in the boxing match, you win. Oh, wow. So you have to win either off the, you know, you have to win on the chessboard or in the ring. That's so if you start losing on the chessboard, you better get more like. <laughs> can uh, can we enter you in this, dude? I would, I would have to, I would have to win in the chess side quick. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't know. I would... how many chess players can really fight. Well, it's not about that. You have to know both. So Mike Tyson is like fuck the chessboard. <laughs> no, Mike Tyson is gonna be like, how much time do I have on the clock? Oh. 10 minutes? Yeah. I'll just let this shit run out for five minutes. And then when we get into the freaking... I'll, I'll end I'll, it. Yeah, I'll end this real quick. <laughs> so you have to know both. You have to be able to duck and weave from Mike Tyson kind of person, you know? Yeah. But Speaking what I was saying is... Coming up too. What I was saying is <laughs> Donald Trump is like, you have a debate and then fight. Debate and fight. <laughs> yeah. It would be very entertaining. It would be funny if you lost the first time. You'd be like, all right. What I said about my opponent, I do apologize for. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, okay, we debate. I say something messed up, and then it's the fight part. I get my ass whooped, and you're like, all right, I don't like to redact oh. what I said about my opponent's son. <laughs> oh, because the next fight that's coming up, you don't want to yeah. get Yeah, because um, Trump oh. definitely should have caught some hands for what he said about his son, though, being, uh, being a user. Crack, crack pipe user? Yeah, that was messed up. That's low blow. Ah, okay. I see. You cross the line when you bring the family in. Oh, yeah. That used to be a no-no. It, it still is. It's not used to. Oh, no. He made... he. It doesn't become a no-no when someone does it. Then it becomes a... No what? A no-no is like something and that then you it don't becomes, do. Then it becomes a repercussion. <laughs> yeah. God, dude. I'm just thinking about the old debates. They're crazy. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Do you have any... I feel like we missed some stuff, but uh, not really. I did want to give a shout out though. Okay. To, um, so I I watched some Alex Jones stuff. Mm-hmm. My guy, man, Alex Jones so entertaining. The most canceled man. Oh, you you're the anti cancel of cancel culture. Exactly. Bring he's Alex the most, Jones back. He's the most canceled person in the world. He thinks Trump might win the election. I think is what he said. I give him two percent. He was on he was on Timcast, so Timcast is awesome. It's very it's it's a bit more right leaning, like conservative. And then I I also want to give a shout out to Secular Talk because I think these are like two kind of podcasts, two kind of groups that cover stuff in a fair sense, but with two different spins. Mm -hmm. So Secular Talk has a guy named Kyle that covers it. And he is a little bit liberal, but he he covers stuff in, in, in a way that's very digestible. And then Tim Cast, he has a a group of people, and he had Alex Jones on the show, <laughs> and it was it was awesome. It was it was very fun. It actually got canceled. <laughs> he he got Alex. it got canceled on YouTube, and apparently he went on YouTube and asked, "Hey, can I do this?" And they're like, "Yeah, as long as it's not Alex Jones hosting the show, he can do it." So he's like, "Okay, cool." So he did it. And it got removed. Now, something interesting is they made a show that was short about how the show got canceled. And that's how I learned about the show that got canceled. And they put it up on something called BitChute. Hmm. So apparently BitChute doesn't get censored or whatever. So I watched it on BitChute and it was uh, it was very entertaining. Alex Jones was 
he's funny on, and he's on fire. a maniac, and he's 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 funny to listen to, and he's very interesting. And uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting that you see these social media platforms canceling Alex Jones so hard that even if he's on your podcast or your show, your your show will get uh, canceled. Another thing that's interesting is they also said if you mention, I think it was Edward Snowden, mm. which I just did, so this might get canceled, which I doubt because we're not popular. But Yet. apparently, if you mention Edward Snowden, I think like in a positive way or at all, your show will get canceled on YouTube, which I don't know if it's true, but that's what they said on the Tim, Tim wow. cast. Well, it probably is true because they, they know they've been canceled. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, they definitely have a lot more recognition than us, so maybe we can get away with it. Obviously, true. I mean, no one's gonna, no one's even going to listen to this. So, I, I remember somebody saying something on a podcast where they were like, um, "Are you canceled because you're telling lies or because you're telling the truth?" Which one's more dangerous? Look at Snowden; he told the truth. He's yeah. canceled. Look at your boy, Alex Jones. He's canceled into Russia. Alex Jones. Apparently, he's canceled for telling a lie. Uh, Okay, so you're (coughs) trying to say the the similarities here are people don't get canceled for telling lies. They get canceled for telling truths. Yeah, that's what I think. I think it's more like the cultures within YouTube and Google and Twitter are such that if you start saying something... Even whether it be true or false, if it's not, if it's like very inconvenient or it's right leaning or something like kind of crazy ish, then if you get a big enough following, I think that's when you get canceled. Like if Alex Jones never took off, he would have never been canceled. I think it's because people started listening to him is why he got canceled. Uh, but some of his stuff, <laughs> I'm not going to say all of his stuff, but some of his stuff had truth to it. Like the gay frogs? <laughs> You you realize I talked so so some I was at a conference and I think I was blindly this was before I kind of really ever listened to Alex Jones I just knew him as like the guy who wore the tinfoil hat mm-hmm. and screamed real loud I never really listened to him but it's almost like I took more interest in him when he got canceled and maybe that's a government conspiracy man it's like ooh mm. it's like but I remember this guy saying you can't take Alex Jones serious because he talked about gay frogs. And completely dismissed everything which was Alex Jones because of that one issue. Right. Which might be justifiable, but I was just like, huh? Okay. So the whole gay frog thing, because I I, I looked into it. I I think it's like frogs weren't reproducing. Frogs weren't reproducing. Yeah, I think frogs weren't reproducing. And I think there was a, um, whatever chemical was in that water, it caused them, you know, to to just be different. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Were gay they frogs, turning man. frogs gay? Yes and no, but it wasn't like when a you purposeful say, thing. When you say turning frogs gay, it's the biggest like, okay, this guy's crazy. Yeah. I don't have to look into this. But it's not like homosexuality isn't found in the animal kingdom. Like you find gay dogs, you find gay dolphins, you find gay animals throughout the whole Gay animal. humans. Yeah, gay humans, you find them all the time. I've actually never seen a gay human. I've heard they <laughs> exist though. I do live in Atlanta though. Yeah, you. So I, I've never, I've never been outside. <laughs> you have definitely. I've never seen been outside though. Yeah, but sometimes I look in the mirror. I'm like, oh, gay human. No, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I look at you. I'm like, Daniel Tosh. No, it's Tidwell. Oh shit! <laughs> I'll take that. 
All right, anyways. So I this is my challenge to you. Right. Listen to at least one Timcast show. Timcast. Yeah. All right. I'll put that in my notes. And then listen to one secular talk YouTube show. And tell me what you think. Because these are both things I, I, I like listening to. Right, I'm going to try to find the ones where they talk about aliens in it. Oh, God. I don't know if either <laughs> of them talk about that. But, uh, yeah. Anyways. <clears throat> All right. Well, I guess we're done for now. We need an outro thing like we have for the intro. Yeah, but what did you learn? <sighs> what did I learn today? I learned that black people who voted for Biden have the opportunity to still be suspicious of voter fraud. Oh. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And 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 the phrase that I learned that talk about <laughs> this is black spidey senses. <laughs> so a black man's gut feeling is called black spidey senses. Yeah. Did you make that up? Yeah, I definitely did. Well, I learned that. <laughs> what did you learn? I learned that the honey badger is really <sighs> nothing to be messed with. I couldn't believe that it really took on five lions and it can turn its neck <laughs> and bite you as you're eating it. <laughs> like, I, I like I like that it chased the lion after the lion let go of it because it got its nose like bit or slashed. And then it let go, and then it started chasing it. Like, and no, then it started back. Over. It's not over. <laughs> it's like, oh no, you wanted some? No. Nah. <laughs> nah, fool. You got Thought this was America. Thought this was America. What's up? <laughs> All right. Cool, cool, cool. All right, Jimmy, hit the hit the outro music. Okay. Hey man, where the fuck is Mario Judah? Oh, but we got Mario Judah's back. Sounds just like the last song. Sounds just like the first song. Real quick, tell me the transgender thing that you're about to make oh, in, like in like 10 seconds. I can't tell you. that. You got to stop the music. Hey, bring it back. We got to bring it back. I can tell the story in like five minutes. Just tell the story. Okay. So we have this story. Of a um of one of my teammates when I was up in Lincoln.